This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, June 30th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part six of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. I'd like to move into connectivity and community, you know, cross industry with global warming. It all leads to the need for connectivity and community. Tell me about your community vision and the importance of this for a connected country or even a connected kingdom, um, the exchange of information and, and how we get there. So let me let me stay with my example of distributed energy resources that I was on a second ago. Perfect. So when you when you look at the communication, uh, you have more than the communication issue. You also have the data ownership issue. So one of the issues we have is that the generation, when you're looking at distributed energy resources, the generation and the loads, the data don't belong to the power company. They belong to the user. And so if you're looking at the metering applications in, in the normal grid, Maybe 10% of your meters are what are called commercial and industrial meters, but that's 50% of your load. So part of the coordination across ownership means that you have to start maintaining within your infrastructure who owns the data, who can see it, what it can be used for, and things such as that, because you're getting to a scope where you can't just let every company in a grid territory be able to see everybody else's data. So we have a lot of challenges to, to do it. We call that community systems because they're looking at multiple owners and multiple participants in a much larger, uh, a much larger problem. And that goes to your uh, issue on, on communication. How large is the problem? The main tenet on that is that if you're trying to solve a problem, the actual scope of data you need is set by physics. It's not set by what data you happen to have or what system has what. If we start looking at trying to better manage the grid, the scope of data is immense. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. As demand for U.S.-based natural gas is skyrocketing both domestically and abroad, gas processing companies are struggling to keep pace with new and expanded facilities in some of North America's most prosperous shale plays. Industrial Info is tracking more than $2.5 billion worth of gas processing projects that are set to begin construction in the third quarter, more than half of which is attributed to expansions of existing natural gas plants. U.S. motorists are still expected to hit the road in droves during the upcoming 4th of July holiday, despite soaring retail gas prices, according to AAA. The Travel Club anticipates that some 42 million people will travel more than 50 miles by road for the upcoming holiday weekend. That would set a record if forecasts prove accurate. 
As power utilities and U.S. states set emissions reductions and net zero emissions goals for the coming year, project activity in the U.S. power industry is booming. Renewable forms of energy have helped push the industry into more than $32 billion worth of projects that are set to kick off in the U.S. in the upcoming third quarter of 2022. The Southwest region, which includes Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas, leads the nation in the value of these projects, although the Great Lakes region has a higher project count. And Lion Del Bissell Industries has signed its first two power purchase agreements in the U.S. for a combined 2016 megawatts of renewable energy in support of the company's net zero efforts. The power would be sourced from a wind project from the U.S. subsidiary of Angie SA and a solar project from Buckeye Partners LP. Both projects are in Texas. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.